Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see every day, every week, every month, the need for people to fulfill the obligations of their most important political office to keep a free country and to keep the republic. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined in studio by my co-host, Don Dix. And we were just, you know, we were talking before the show, you know, what can we talk about this week? There's just nothing going on. There, There is, you know, there's no headlines. There's nothing. It's empty. There's the country's at peace uh, and tranquility. We've got a robust economy. There's absolutely nothing going on other than people are, you know, just happy and blissful and going about life. You know, we're recording on Thursday, which is Halloween, even though we broadcast on, on Saturday. And you were watching some of the uh, members of Congress. With our costumes, and in particular, I noted that uh, Representative Katie Porter from California came to work, came to a congressional hearing dressed as Batman or Batgirl. I'm not getting this significant. Was that is? Did she just like Katie Porter? I mean, does Katie Porter just like Batman? What's the What's the point? Did anybody else come dressed? Uh, there was no one in that committee hearing that was uh, that was dressed in costume. That's just crazy. Now, I do have an important question, however, for you. Are there any pictures out there of you naked with a bong and a German Iron Cross tattooed on your crotch? Um, I will neither confirm nor deny the existence of any compromising pictures of me. How bizarre does it have to get for you? Now, we're, there's two Katies that are that 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 California has elected and sent back to Washington D.C. And it's very difficult. You know, sometimes you can get your Katies mixed up. Katie Porter is the one who dressed as bad person, bad girl. Which we shouldn't now. We shouldn't assume her gender. That's right, bad person. Uh, yes. That's or species. I mean, we're assuming her species. It could. It, it might be something other than a bat. Absolutely, you know, it yeah. might be a trans. I don't know, rat. Maybe from Transylvania. It could be a rat that you know grew wings and mm-hmm. now is a bat. I'm a brat. That would be a brat, wouldn't it? But there's Katie Porter, and then there's Katie Hill. Katie Hill is the one that had to resign from Congress this week because of pictures that came out, and then she's got the temerity in her little talk. To not accept any responsibility for anything that she'd done. She hadn't, you know, it was like she hadn't broken any rules. But who broke the rules? It was the conservative uh, you know, red state that had outed, that had printed the pictures. And her hus- ex-husband, who had engaged in revenge porn. Yeah, it's their fault. She had nothing to do with it. Except pose for a picture naked, smoking a bong. With a picture of with an iron cross tattooed to the area of her that would normally be hired by a bikini. Yeah, that's, that's completely normal. It could happen to anyone. It really could. Yeah. You know, anybody you know might get this compromising picture of them sitting naked in a chair with their staffer between their legs. This is the kind of thing that goes yeah. on. I thought this went on in Washington D.C. in yeah. all the offices. Who who hasn't had their hair brushed by their naked boss? By their naked boss or their naked elected congressman? <laughs> Absolutely. That, that, that talk, happens all the time, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, talk about constituent service. I, really? Yeah. The idea that there somehow was a rule that, in fact, was passed by Democrats that said that it's, you know, inappropriate to have a sexual rela- liaison with a staffer. Like, you got to have a rule that says it's it's illegal to have a relationship with a staffer. Washington actually needs a rule. 
needs something in print to say you sh- you cannot have a sexual relationship with a staffer. I I just you know I I come I come pre-wired with that rule. That rule says it's inappropriate to something about dipping your pen in the company inkwell. Isn't that <laughs> isn't that just a rule that we should all work by? <laughs> Thou shalt not dip thy pen in the company inkwell. <laughs> I got Greg on that. Okay, that was that was that was a that was a that was a good one. Uh, let's move. Let's, you know, we 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 certainly crack ourselves up here on Unite IE Radio. Well, we, and we hope you're entertained as well. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Somewhere there was a uh, Roman warrior that said that. That was gladiator. Warrior isn't that a Roman? Isn't that the same as a Roman? Wasn't that, warrior? that was in the movie? Wasn't it? Yeah, gladiator. Well, I'm not sure really warrior. I mean, most the gladiators were slaves. Now in the movie. And we're going way off track here. The <laughs> Greg wants to clarify my analogy. Yeah, the, the Russell Crowe character was, was a former soldier. He ended up as as, as a gladiator, but, gen, but and that may have happened. But generally, the gladiators were slaves. Right. So it's not appropriate to call him a warrior, even though they could kick our butts with a sword. Oh, yes. In a lion's den with a tattoo <laughs> of an iron cross. Yeah. You know. Um, this is what happens when you do extensive show prep like Greg and I engage in in order to bring you the very best listen, you know, radio uh, on on your weekends. Um, we normally have a guest today. Um, we, 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 just, we, just, we just couldn't find one that was willing to be on our show. Anymore. I yeah, think yeah. we've used them our up. Our reputation has, has proceeded. The United I Radio show is, is yeah. verboten but for did any. You hear, okay, but did you hear that it was, just came out this week that Gavin Newsom has, has proposed changing the state model? From Eureka, which is Greek for I found it. Yes. To the new proposed motto is, we're all North Koreans now. <laughs> which, well, which is actually more appropriate. Gavin Newsom, you bring him up. Yes, it is more appropriate. Gavin Newsom is engaged in a, in a high-level uh, gambit of an investigation into why our gas prices are so high. Now, there's a lot that went on this week. Obviously, we've got the, you know, the impeachment. We've got so much. But... You know, California is burning. And where where were our representatives? Usually when you have a natural disaster, the representatives come back and say, can't uh, they, they want that FaceTime. They want to go back into their constituent areas and show how much they care. Where were they when California was burning and falling into an abyss? No, they were back voting on impeachment. Mm-hmm. They were too busy to come back and care about us. Absolutely. But you, you see, I mean, I've, I've lived in California since 1972. And every year that they have fires because it's, it hasn't rained since the since spring, and off, we often get the very strong winds uh, this time of year. But there were never these widespread blackouts of millions of people for days or even a week or more. Well, because of this, because of the risk of down wires. So what the heck is going on? Because the underlying situation hasn't changed it's still just as dry it's still the winds are just as strong so what the heck is going on and what the heck is going on of course is democrat party governance and incompetent governance yeah there have been a series of articles that have actually pointed to the conditions that have accumulated over decades as a result of environmental nazis that have prohibited our uh you know, the jurisdictions from the state all the way down to counties, down to cities who 
are now prohibited, literally prohibited, from clearing the underbrush that surrounds these areas where homes are now encroached to it. There was an article in Forbes. There was also an article in the New York Post. The one in the New York Post uh, was written by uh, the editorial board. But even they, the New York Post, which can go on both sides of the issue, have essentially said that the green, the environmental Nazis are responsible for putting the state of California in peril. Ten of the state's largest uh, 20 fire uh, fires, the most deadly fires that have ever occurred, have occurred in the last decade. And now we have underbrush that is twice as dense as it was 150 years ago. Right. And so there's more fuel, and because there's more there's more plants competing for the same amount of water, they're they're, they're de- dying or dead, and they're more so they're, they're they're more susceptible to burning. What's behind this unnatural density that is causing all these wildfires? A spider web of state and federal rules that make it nearly impossible and. If it's possible, insanely expensive to lay a finger on any of this precious undergrowth. This was the cause of the Paradise Fire, which took 85 lives. The wires were downed into an area that was just filled with essentially, you know, this tinder that was just ready to explode with a single spark. And that ignited one of the worst wildfires in California history. So also what's happened is in the past when there were, when there were fires because of down power lines is that cost was then amortized into the utility rates. But now they're not now that when the, the PUC stopped doing that, so now we ended up with after these big fires, PG is in bankruptcy. So they, as a business matter, they okay we're going we're to shut this thing off rather than assume that risk. So we got a, from a situation where these things were managed. And you didn't have you you had the you didn't have widespread power outages. You didn't have you know fires, but not like we've had recently. And the other factor in this is the utilities are being forced to spend va- billions of dollars on expensive alternative energy, which is unreliable. And you always need a conventional power backup if you want electricity on all the time because it may not be the wind may not be blowing or the sun may not be shining enough to power the state. So you have all these combinations of bad government policy that have produced this result. Here's the irony of all of this. You have these policies that were created in order to diminish greenhouse gases, CO2, right? We're now being told that's a poison. So you have these policies that have created this toxic mixture that has resulted in these electrical utilities being unable to clear the brush, being unable to update their infrastructure. Because why? Because they're spending so much money on these higher cost energy sources. You just mentioned it. They don't have the money to update their infrastructure. Now, today's utilities are not private companies. These are highly regulated. I would almost put them as government entities because they're so regulated by the government that they no longer qualify as capitalist organizations. They are an extension of a government bureaucracy. So they're prevented from doing the things that will prevent the fires. At the same time, the fires, guess what, have caused nine times the amount of CO2 gases that the energy savings created in the first place. So the hypocrisy of all this is that in an effort to cut down on greenhouse gases, 
They've actually created nine times the amount of greenhouse gases because of the fires. Their policies that were designed to cut down on greenhouse gases created greenhouse gases. This is the sum total of where Democrats take us with their policies. Let's take a pause here, and, we'll, and then we'll talk about whether what's the reaction to all of this Democrat Party incompetence and malgovernance. After this word from Ed Hoffman, the man to go to for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Are you here to be entertained? Yes, we talked about that in the first segment. Our producer found it so we could open up the second segment with a great line from The Gladiator. And uh, so we uh, we want to know, are you entertained on the Unite IE radio show with Greg Britton and Don Dix as your co-hosts? Or as Peter Graves said in the famous movie Airplane, do you like gladiator movies? <laughs> but he said that to a very young man, the uh, pedophile guy. Um, it used to be a pro. I mean, you used to be able to, you know, make jokes like that, I guess, in the era of Me Too and political correctness, uh, any kind of. Humor like that is out the way. Could you even make a movie like Airplane today? Oh no! You, you, you when um, Barbara Billingsley from the who was from uh, from Leave It to Beaver is is going to interpret Jive from the two black passengers? No, no, no. They can't do that. That movie is riddled with politically incorrect. Thank God they made it so that it could be made, and we now have it. And they can't do anything about it. Just like Blazing Saddles, Blazing Saddles, The Three Amigos, and so many more movies that probably could never be made today mm-hmm. and uh yeah, that's what you know that's that's the the left and rush said rush says that prager says this the left destroys everything it touches it does and the left has been trying to destroy donald trump ever since he was inaugurated yeah well, let's come let's come let's come before we go on to matters in washington and whether, sure. whether there's fire or just a lot of smoke uh, back back there in the swamp, is we see what's happening in California. And we talked about the fires, the mass power outages, all the result of Democrat Party policy and malgovernance. Wait, I thought it was because of climate change. Mm-hmm. Man right. caused climate change. Absolutely. I, I thought. Yes. It's not? Well, let, let's, let's 
let's not go off into the climate change right now. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the Democrat Party in, in California. All right. So you see that the, in here in California, we have the highest income tax. Yes. Highest state sales tax, highest capital gains tax, the seventh highest corporate income tax, the highest gas tax, but the second worst roads, the eighth highest property taxes on single family homes, the highest development impact fees when you want to build a house or an apartment, two times the number two state, the second highest workers' comp rates, the second highest cost of owning a car, a median home price 2.4 times the national average, electric rates 56% higher for residential, 68% higher for commercial, and 117% higher for industrial than the national average, cost of living 51% higher than the national average, the second highest paid teachers, but California government-run schools are 46th in math and 42nd in reading. Firefighters, we all like firefighters, and so they, in other states, most people like their firefighters too. But here in California, they're paid 77% more than the firefighters in the 49 other states. And police are paid 66% more than the cops in, others, in the other 49 states, while the median household income in California is 19% more than the national average. We have 12% of the population, 43% of the welfare recipients. We have, uh, the, we have the highest cost of living adjusted poverty rate, 50th worst people's uh, debt to income ratio, 49th worst percentage of home ownership, and the second worst bond rating. Many of our cities have become overrun with ha- homeless people. St- streets in major cities have become open sewers under Democrat party governance. Now the, the question is, Will the people, will the people, I'm going to add one more important thing. The difference between the gas price in California, which is now over four, average over $4 a gallon, right. and the average in the rest of the country has reached a record level. In the rest of the country, it's mid two, the average is in the mid $2 range. Is there a point? We've, we've talked about previously the yellow, ja- yellow vest, yellow jacket revolt in sure, France. Sure, in France, right. The, the people just the reached yellow a point. Vesters. Is there a point where Californians are willing to put a yellow vest on and go out in the streets? Or heck, just not vote for Democrats. This is what you get when you vote for Democrats. Uh, Do you think that? Okay, let me let me go back into the uh, annals of history here to when the uh, ACA was passed, aka Obamacare, and the architect of that came out of the shadows and was recorded three times saying why he was able to get uh, the Affordable Care Act passed. That was Jonathan Gruber. And the reason he gave was that, by and large, Americans are stupid. That is the reason that Jonathan Gruber, an MIT mathematician, said he was able to fool America into getting into uh, in in our legislature, if you will, into Obamacare. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so much stupid as uninformed and often not paying a lot of attention to politics. And that was back in 2009, 2010, uh, where people there's probably more trust in the mainstream media than there is now. And uh, yes, yeah, so, so there's there's so it's not just the people are the people. You think are things have changed since then? Well, I think that it's one thing to talk about in the abstract about what this bill is going is going to do. This two thousand page bill that Nancy Pelosi famously said that uh, 
you have to pass it to find out what's in it. And then Obamacare lied, what, 23 times? You right. can keep, if you like your doctor, right. you can keep so your it's, doctor. So it's one, th- it's one thing to say to people and mislead them about what this law is going to do. Mm-hmm. It's quite another thing to, when you see your gas price at $4 plus a gallon, when your power is being shut off or your neighbor's power or your, or your other people's power is being shut off to millions of people in California, when there are mass fires burning all over the state because of these incompetent policies, when you see the homeless, you, know, you see it on TV and you see it around your own, in your own city, uh, the, the increasing mounds of homeless people just hanging out on the street corners and, and wherever. So when you see it, before, when you see it, when you see it yourself, in effect, not speculative, what's this policy going to do, but what they are doing. I think it's, I mean, it's a different situation. You saw in France that the people rose up. Now, that's kind of, it's kind of petered out. The well, in Hong Kong, throwing, I mean, you know, in Hong, in Hong Kong. Kong. And, and, there, and there's, I mean, there's a, a stunning example. They don't have a long tradition of the Chinese of... of Freedom and self-government. They have one bill, one bill, one bill that threatens their sovereignty, right. and 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 one, what was it, one seventh or one fifth of the population of Hong Kong goes to the streets, right? And in Chile, has got which has gotten very, very Is little. It, it's Chile in Hong Kong. It can be. Is that what you said? It can be. Oh, okay. Now, in the country of Chile. Oh, Chile. The country okay. of Chile, and this has gotten very, very little uh, press attention here in. United States. It's like but, the weather report. Chilly today, hot tamale. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> don't don't, you, 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 don't Don, give up my day job. Don, you had, you had a great joke in our first segment. Don't push your luck. <laughs> All right. Okay. So anyways, in Chile, the government there instituted these green energy policies. And they were going to put the, 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 the subway in, the, in Santiago, the capital city, all on alternative energy, which is more expensive. Mm-hmm. And the people rose up. That's, that's, that, that, was the, that, was, that was the trigger for them. And million-plus people turned out, and so much so that the government there had to cancel the upcoming APEC summit, which is the uh, a group of, 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 of countries around the Pacific Ocean, which was scheduled for Chile in mid-November. And ironically, or perhaps appropriately, they had to cancel a big UN global warming conference scheduled for December. So there is a point where the people, they see it, what's happening, when, when they see it happening to themselves. Right. Then they go, enough is enough. Now, will California voters who just routinely you know, they, they rolled see, over, they see the Democrat, they vote Democrat. They've been taught that Republicans are evil and bad. And they, even if they don't necessarily like what's happening with the Democrats, they just vote Democrat. Will that change? Will the Republican Party have the fighting spirit? To take it to them and not just, well, yeah, we criticize high gas prices, but come up with something. Get out in front. School choice, for example. F- be bold with an agenda that can appeal to the working men and women of California. And speaking of schools, will parents of families of uh, culturally, that are typically culturally faith-based, and I'm talking about uh, minority communities, when their kids come home, Having learned lessons of graphic sex, will that be enough to tell to, to for them to 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 rise up? I don't know what it's going to take. I don't either. Uh, there, there there may be a point. There there may not be a point. A lot of people will suffer things for a long time. Then there's something that triggers them to do something, and we can hope that 
And that's, we're doing our best here on Unite IE Radio to uh, have been for six years, both of us. we got to take a break right now on this very, very entertaining conversation. Are you not entertained? If we do say so ourselves. To take a break to honor our sponsors. We'll be back after the break with more on the Unite IE Radio Show. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star. All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision. The kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to the most important radio program for the most important political office, that of private citizen. The United our station in our time slot. That's right. We are the most uh, listened to radio show on our station in the four o'clock time slot. Absolutely. Um, yes. We I'm proud we, of it. And we don't need Nielsen to tell us that. We can deduce that because of our superior uh, deduction capabilities. We were just talking about what ails California, and we left that segment without doing something that was really important because we're talking about what people can do. And one of the things that people can do now is they can sign the recall petition to recall Newsom. And you can go to there's a couple of different websites. I'm going to give you one that will take you to the official and approved secretary of state petition to recall Gavin Newsom. That website is ran AF R.A.N.A.F. dot org. And I think there's probably a couple of other URLs you could type in that will take you to that. There are actually a couple of different uh, petitions that are out there, some of them online. These are not official and approved Secretary of State petitions. So make no, don't make the mistake of signing something online and think you've signed the petition because anything online where you just simply enter your name, address, phone number, that is not a petition. You've got to have, you've got to sign an official 8 by 14 document with your name, your address, and then sign it in order for it to be an official signature that will be counted towards the recall. When this started, I I didn't take it seriously. I didn't think there's any prospect of get of of it succeeding, but um you watch the p- number of people that are just on their own 
They're going. They're setting up tables at various places yeah. to to get to gather signatures. And uh, I'm impressed so, with yeah. the uptake of the, this. There is a lot of interest in this, and I think um, Newsom is kind of be, is kind of personifying all of the frustration about the issues we talked about in our last segment of all the things that are going wrong in California. And that's totally fair. He's he's the governor now, and uh, so this this is a very direct way in which. You can do start doing something about this. Is you can go to that website r a a r a n a f dot org, and you can find out where there are locations to sign a petition, or you can even download it and print it at home yourself right. on eight by fourteen paper, and fill it all out and mail it back in. And so, we, however you do it. Sign the petition now. It's it's this is still a this is still a very steep mountain and tall mountain to climb. We need 1.5 million valid signatures to qualify the recall. And for all volunteer effort thus far, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a very steep mountain to climb. But one that may be possible. There are four million people who voted for Donald Trump right. in California. Yep. So you only need a a, a portion of that to qualify the recall. Now, we see what happens when there are re- petitions or initiatives that the Democrats don't like. The Democrats who work in the registrar's offices, they disqualify, disqualify, disqualify. So to, to succeed here, we're probably going to need two, 2.5 or more million signatures to get down to the 1.5 valid signatures. And there was an effort to recall the mayor of L.A., you know, Eric Garcetti, a recall effort to uh, recall him as mayor because of the growing unrest in that city over the way that the largely I think that that's been uh, that's been fueled by the, the homeless situation uh, that he was perceived to be doing absolutely nothing about. But recalling the mayor. So there's there's a there's a quick immediate direct way in which you can do something about the situation in California if you don't like how things are going on here. Yeah, and do you know? I would hope that anyone that listens to our, our radio show and uh, on any somewhat regular basis, or if you happen to be just driving to uh, about town doing your errands on Saturday and happen to leave the radio tuned to AM five ninety because you listen to this station during the week, and now all of a sudden you find yourself uh, hearing our voices between the hours of four and five, and then other times throughout the weekend as openings. Uh, permit for the show to be rebroadcast in that you would uh, take this call to action seriously because um, you never know where it can lead. Print that print that uh, recall petition out, take it around to a few of your neighbors and sign it, and you never know what kinds of conversations you can stoke up where you might find some fellow activists uh, buried in your neighborhood that you didn't know about. Let's turn back to the smoke or fire, or just smoke, in the swamp. And that's, that's probably been the lead item in the news all week. And just on Thursday, the House voted to do something. Some people voted to do something, in the words of uh, Elon Omar. Some people voted to do something. They had some procedures, so they're basically authorizing uh, pencil neck, Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, you got to be careful how you pronounce that, is that uh, to basically conduct his investigation in secret however he wants to, to try to come up with something, manufacture something to as grounds for impeachment. And it's kind of interesting as why they're doing this now. 
You know, it, Donald Trump has been in office for three years. We have an election coming up. Uh, would they really be going after impeachment if they were confident of winning a year from now? Not only that, but how much of this impeachment effort is tied directly to the potential for Durham, who is the investigator that's been empowered by William Barr to actually look into, which has now been elevated to a criminal investigation, how much of the impetus to do this impeachment is being motivated by the impending uh, Department of Justice Inspector General report that's getting ready to come out? And then somewhere down the line, we're going to hear from uh, this prosecutor that's actually been all over the planet. I mean, they've been to Italy to gather data. Uh, this is where the uh, infamous Professor Mifsud, who was involved in some of the initial stages of the Russia investigation. We now find out, too, that what motivated this latest impeachment thing is the uh, whistleblower, the infamous whistleblower that came out. The identity, Paul Sperry, is now in real clear investigations, released a report detailing. And I, I got to tell you, the credibility of Paul Sperry is spot on. I don't think there's any investigative report he's ever released that has not been accurate. Um, we're now learning the details of who this whistleblower is, and it turns out he's another deep stater with a lot of compromising and bias uh, connections in his past. Right. I, I think you're spot on. I think that uh, there may be other political motivations. You'd like to actually impeach the guy and get him removed. You'd like to sell Donald Trump's reputation. So he, so he is also an, an impeached president. Uh, but in terms of preemptive going on the offense before there are possible indictments of people from the deep state by Durham, I think that's, I think that's so once that, if that happens... Well, they're just, you know, they're just doing this to retaliate against our impeachment efforts and try to undermine undermine that. And uh, this is this is a big one because we've seen that the agencies, the FBI, the CIA, the Department of Injustice, have become weaponized on behalf of the Democrat Party. I, and I know of no may have happened, but there's no thing that I've ever heard or read that happened before where these agencies join with one political party to influence and to help that party win versus the other party. And that is exceedingly dangerous. And what's even more dangerous is that not only did it happen, not only did maybe the top leader echelon of these agencies get involved in this and how deep it goes, we may, we may find out at some point, but virtually the entire Democrat party in terms of their electeds and their opinion leaders have had zero problem with. They've, they're just fine with this because it's operating in their favor. Mm -hmm. Only a few people, such as Alan Dershowitz, have said, no, 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 no. This, you, 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 can't, you can't be doing this. Uh, Mark Penn, who ran Hillary's campaign in 2008, same thing. He said, we, we settle our differences by elections, not by deep state coups. And then, and then you, the, the testimony that's come out from some of these people who have testified in Schiff's secret star chamber is basically they're saying they don't like Donald Trump's policies vis-a-vis -vis Ukraine and Russia. The, the most astounding thing about the, what started all this, the whistleblower, is Washington has done an astonishingly effective job of keeping 
from the American people the name of this anonymous whistleblower because this has been a pe- essentially an open secret in Washington, D.C. for the last six weeks. It's like everybody knows the name, but somehow, uh, you know, none of the media has actually shared this. It turns out this guy's name is Eric uh, Chiarmella is the way it's being phonetically pronounced. But just listen to some of the things on this guy's resume. Federal documents reveal that this 33-year-old is a a registered Democrat. Okay, he was held over from the Obama White House. He previously worked with former Vice President Joe Biden and former CIA director John Brennan. He's been a vocal critic of Trump who helped initiate. This guy actually helped initiate the Russia collusion investigation of the Trump campaign during the 2016 election. So you mean to tell me that this guy is, you know, he's he's whistleblowing because he's seen some legitimate malfeasance within the government that needs to be corrected? No, this guy is a partisan hack. He was probably manufactured to do this from the very beginning because we now know that he had conversations with staffers uh, both inside of Schiff's office as well as on the Intel Committee prior to the generation of the report. People have said this report reads more like a legal brief create, and you would know more about that than anybody, this five-page report that didn't come from you know, just an average whistleblower saying, hey, I, you know, there's there's money being spent on, you know, golden toilet seats over here. And we got to stop that misspending. Right. And, and he and he actually has no even no personal knowledge of this. And you see how the setup goes is that at the beginning of August, they changed the rules. So whistleblowers did not have to have personal knowledge exactly. of, of what they were whistleblowing about. Yep. All a setup to run this next uh, after the Russia collusion fell apart to run the Ukraine collusion, hoax, and scam to try to get the impeachment, although that's un- they may impeach by a vote of my majority vote in the House, and we'll see if that ever happens. Uh, but then you have to go to trial in the Senate. So maybe then it becomes a question of, okay, how many Republican senators would vote for this, would vote, would vote to remove him from office? And if it, if it comes down to a strict party line vote, then it's it's made it complete. It's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I don't know that it does. Um, if I had to bet, I mean, we'll take a bet here. I will be, I'll bet there will not be a vote in the House on impeachment, actual impeachment. So you don't think articles of impeachment will emerge from the House and go to the Senate? I, I would not bet a lot of money on that. But if I, but you, I'll you, take that bet. You give me a hundred dollar chip and bet it on the House will vote to impeach or will not vote to impeach. I'll take the not. I'll take the bet that articles of impeachment will make it to the Senate. Okay, now I I bet you a friendly buck. I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm, I never bet on anything in big money, but I'll bet you the uh, proverbial buck, or maybe even lunch. Maybe we should do the show live from uh, one of the eateries around here, and we can uh, uh, do a twofer. We can do, uh, you know, sort of a let's dine out sort of a thing and promote a a local business as well as have some political chat. But um, yeah, I think I think it will. I think they have the votes, and I think they're going to do it. Because the they're going to need to continue that distraction. That's what I think. And when you look at again more about this uh, Eric Chiarmella, uh, uh Charamella, uh, who left his national security, it was made to seem, sound like quite honestly, if you just took the impression of the reporting of this guy, it made it sound like he was still inside the West Wing and still still inside the administrative White House. He actually left. The White House's West Wing in the, in mid 2017. Why? 
he left amid concerns that there were leaks coming from that area in the media. Now, he has since returned to the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. So it was from the CIA headquarters that he generated this uh, whistleblower report. They're still participating in the coup. Yep. And th- that is incompatible with a republic. And ironically, when uh, the, the current CIA director, Gina Haspel, was appointed, there was a lot of opposition to her because supposedly she was involved in some of the uh, work on, against terrorism under George W. Bush and black sites and, and, and enhanced interrogation. Donald Trump stuck by her and stood up for her. And uh, she's nowhere to be seen. I mean, she, certainly she's keeping a very low profile. You don't see her name connected to this at all. But her agency is actively seeking to undermine the president. I don't doubt it at all because this guy comes from that. Chiarmella worked with the Democrat National Committee operative who dug up dirt on the Trump campaign during the 2016 election. So this guy's fingerprints are all over the place inside everything that has been generated. And uh, this is the guy that, you know, brings a whistleblower report forward. And and all roads lead back to uh, Brennan. And uh, ultimately, whether whether the roads will ever be tra- traversed, they lead back to Obama. Well, he certainly had knowledge of it, if not approved it. So we we know that this cannot happen. And many people have said this could not happen without the Obama White House being aware of it. And so many of the things that have been reported on since Donald Trump was elected from the things that happened beforehand. And I'll tell you what. Um, well, you know what? Let's take a break. And we'll come back because I got some other things I just want to share very quickly about this whole impeachment proceedings and the hypocrisy of the left after our break. After this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with my co-host Don Dix. We've been discussing impeachment and what's behind all of that. There could be one positive aspect if the House was to vote to impeach. The matter then goes to trial in the Senate, which requires a two-thirds vote. So out of 100 senators, they would need 67 to vote to convict, to actually remove him from office. Republicans hold, have 53 of the 100 senators. So how long will the trial last? What kind of procedures A trial, by the way, that John Roberts will preside over. He'll preside over it. When Clinton was impeached, they did not have any actual evidence. They did not have testimony in the Senate. The, 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 uh, the managers from the House who are members basically acting as prosecuting attorneys would summarize their evidence and similarly for the attorneys representing Clinton. Now, that trial still went on for a number of weeks, 
But there is one aspect of this. The Senate rules require that during an impeachment trial, every senator be present at noon from Monday through Saturday. So all these wait, Democrats- Wait, wait, wait. Let me- So you're saying that people like Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and Bernie Sanders, who are running for president now out on the campaign trail- How's that going to work for them? They would have, they they would have to stay in the swamp and can't come out and bother the rest of us. So that would be the one little positive <laughs> aspect of a, of an of an impeachment trial. Now, it's also possible that the that there's a procedure in the Senate and the rules is there can be a motion to dismiss. The right, away. Right, 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 right away. Right away, and that's what that's what so. That, that motion was brought with Bill Clinton, who was who had clearly lied under oath and and, and had obstructed of justice, had obstructed justice. The special prosecutor had found that, so it wasn't a question like the Mueller, which had found nothing, had found no collusion, and couldn't, in his words, they, they didn't they they didn't know whether there was obstruction. Well, if the prosecutors can't reach a conclusion that there's obstruction, then there's none. There, there there's no basis. There's no basis for but that. But can you obstruct something that's not a crime? Yes. Okay. You could. So there could, you, they could be investigating something that is not a crime, but it, but if you were to support that perjury, never if you were to destroy evidence, there are other things. So yes, you could obstruct the investigation, gotcha. even if, if ultimately there wasn't a crime. Process oftentimes, crimes. Right. And oftentimes people are, like Martha Stewart. She was investigated for- Tax fraud? For, I, think for, I think it's for insider trading. But uh, she, was, she was never prosecuted for that, but she was, she was prosecuted and went to prison for making a false statement. Gotcha. Okay. So, anyways, they can they can they can move to dismiss right from the outset, and that would only need a majority. So, in fact, you could even lose three Republican senators. Mike Mike Pence breaks the tie, and the matter is done with. Right? You think Republicans would do that? I think that they might, rather than having the whole matter tied up and and drag on and drag on. Uh, that so if, if it, well, a, that one thing about a prompt a prompt dismissal on partisan lines, right? Would uh, say exactly what's going on with this or would they would they view the strategy of keeping those senators locked in washington dc for weeks on end would that be a reason for them to uh you know prolong the process i think the more bernie sanders and elizabeth warren and crew are out there talking about uh, open borders and uh free health care for illegal aliens and only helps and their, and their entire ge- agenda yes i wanted to also say um about some of the people that have been brought to testify in these closed-door hearing. One of the individuals is Alexander Vidman. He's the U.S. Army officer who reported President Trump's request for Ukraine to open politically sensitive investigations to White House lawyers um, and and tried to keep this controversy uh, secret from European officials. Essentially, his testimony was all about how there were things in the transcript that had been misrecorded uh, with so-called ellipsises. We heard from the media ad nauseum that this individual, and what a packed week. We haven't even gotten around to the, uh, the, capt- the, kill, the capture and kill of al-Baghdadi, which was a big uh, deal this an week. Austere, an austere religious leader. Yeah, an austere. As the Washington Post reported it, uh, we might fit that in in our last minutes here on the United I Radio Show. But we heard only the fact that because this guy had served his country nobly, had a purple heart, had saw action in Iraq, that he'd been a career uh, public servant beyond reproach. Well, if that's the measure of an individual that can't be questioned, 
whose testimony is beyond reproach? Whatever happened to Lieutenant Colonel Michael Flynn's service to this country? Why wasn't his service worthy of the same consideration that this guy Alexander Vidman got from the media as well as from Congress? The the fact that his testimony could not be, uh, what would be the legal term? It can't be questioned. It can't be impeached. Can't be, couldn't be impeached. Yes, his testimony was beyond impeachment or question. What about Michael Flynn? He served his country with distinction and nobly, a career public servant, a career officer. Colonel Oliver North. Yep. It just goes to show you that if it weren't for double standards, Democrats wouldn't have any standards at all, quite honestly. I mean, I think that's what we, that's what we see out of the proceedings this week. Would you, would you, let's turn our remaining attention, our remaining time, to the uh, death of, the untimely death of an austere, austere religious leader in the Middle East. Which... Tragic. Which, Just tragic. Which is the Washington Post tweet and headline that they reported on his death. Yes. And they caught so much flack that there was a trend... There was actually a hashtag that started trending about the way that headlines read and other dictators throughout history were... You know, they created headlines about them, too. Yes. Now you imagine how they might how they might describe Stalin, you know, or Hitler's death. I actually have some of them here. Would you like to hear Absolutely. them? Absolutely. So this is this is pretty hilarious and this is one of the things I think, you know, we talk about Twitter all the time. Why have a Twitter account? Honestly, this is one of the reasons why you want to have Twitter accounts because when stuff like this happens, you want to be able to participate in the hilarity that ensues when a headline like uh, an austere religious leader comes out from the Washington Post, and what what do uh, what do the Twitter what do Twitter people do? Here's the headline for Adolf Hitler: Adolf, Adolf Hitler, passionate community planner and dynamic public speaker, dies at 56. This is hashtag Wapo death notices. Genghis Khan, accomplished horseman and indefatigable traveler, breathes his last. And finally, on my list, Mohammed Atta, skilled aviator. Of course, he was one of the 9/11 uh, perpetrators of the 9/11. Uh, terrorist attack that killed 3,000 Americans. Mohammed Atta, here's the headline from the Washington Post. Mohammed Atta, skilled aviator and leader of men, dies at 33. Tragic. Truly tragic. It really is. Tragic is the state of our media industrial complex in these United States that can't seem to get out of their own biased way. Craig, Pleasure being with you for another United I Radio show. Tune in every week at 4 p.m. right here on AM 590 The Answer for the United I Radio show. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All Star Collision. 951 279 9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. 
If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. California DRE ID number 1012658. Arizona MLO license number 092643. Branch NMLS ID number 1841782. Summit Funding Incorporated NMLS ID number 3199. Arizona license number 0925837. Equal housing opportunity. AM 590. The answer.